Podcast Answer Man, episode number 207. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. This is the podcast devoted to podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years, or you're just getting ready to launch your very first show. There's something we can all do to take our shows to the next level. And my friends, today I actually have a lot of uh, wonderful news, Uh, a couple different things I'm going to talk about. First and foremost, I want to let you know I am going to share uh, an A to Z, a podcasting A to Z success story. Uh, Several of you had said, you know, you you might want to put out some kind of uh, a little personal story about somebody who has taken your March A to Z class and has found some success. And I'm like, yeah, I should do that. And of course, um, I'll talk a little bit more about that in, in a little bit. Uh, the other thing is, is that's going on is Adobe Audition. There's some new information there we're going to talk about here in just a moment. Uh, there is a new device that a lot of people have emailed me about. And it's the Alesis IO dock for the iPad. And uh, we're going to talk about whether or not I would recommend using that for Uh, podcast recordings. And of course, I assume that many of you will probably already know what my thoughts are there, but I'm going to share what that device is, what the benefits that they are touting on their website, and then I'll give you uh, my own personal thoughts on that. And then of course, we are going to take a piece of audio feedback from uh, Santos Auli, who is going to tell us something about called Talk-A-Ton. Uh, Google voice recording. So uh, stand by for that as well. Well, my friends, the the very first thing I guess I want to talk about in the episode is Adobe Audition 4.0, which by the way is not going to be Adobe Audition 4.0. It turns out that they are going to call the new version Adobe Audition CS 5.5. Uh, and of course, that's kind of the naming convention that they've had with a lot of their other products and and they've just uh, transitioned things over. But that doesn't matter because it is the same Adobe Audition that we know and love. It is not changed. It, it's not uh, something different than the pre-release. It, just because they chose to go from 3.0 to CS 5.5, it's it's not a change in the program like going from sound booth to something else. I mean, this is, this is the real deal. Uh, Of course, the new version is now available for both PC and Mac users alike. And here's some new information. The the new software is available for pre-order right now. You can actually go to the site and buy it. In fact, the affiliate link over at podcastanswerman.com, if you click on that in the right-hand menu, you'll see some products and services that I recommend. Uh, the link to Adobe Audition will take you to directly to the place where you can pre-order this uh, brand new version of Adobe Audition for your Mac or PC. Um, and the other thing I want to let you know is that if you can't, if you simply can't wait for the new version, you want something immediately, you can still purchase uh, version 3.0 for the PC only. 
Um, or it does also currently appear that you can go to labs.adobe.com slash technologies slash audition, and you can still download, as of this morning, as I'm recording this on uh, Thursday, April 28th, you can still download the beta pre-release for the Mac um, right there from that site. So again, that's at labs.adobe.com slash technology slash audition, and it's also going to be in the show notes for episode 207 at podcastanswerman.com. All right. Uh, the one, Oh, yeah, the pricing on this, it's going to be the same. It's $349 for the full license. Uh, the upgrade price is going to be $99. This is pretty much in line with previous new releases and upgrades. Uh, I don't have any specifics at all right now, but I do know that teachers and students out there are often eligible for special pricing, and I've seen it as low as $149 for the full license. So, uh, if you're a student or a teacher, you may want to look into that opportunity for you. Um, and personally, I hope to find out if whether or not PC users of, well, actually, I, I just answered my own question. <laughs> I wrote down this note that I was going to tell you that I wanted to find out if PC users can use the upgrade to get the Mac version. I'm like, wait a second. Of course they can, because if they're offering a, a an upgrade price and you get to choose which platform, Mac or PC... Uh, well, they didn't have Mac before, so so it makes sense. I'm uh, so let me just make an assumption that if you have Adobe Audition version 3.0, a license for it, that you can then uh, purchase it for ninety nine dollars and upgrade to the Mac version. Now, here's the question that I still have though, and that's I'm wondering if you have Adobe Audition 3.0 license for the PC, and let's just say that maybe you've converted or transferred that license over to your virtual assistant, which is totally legal. I mean, it, I hired it. I mean, she she works for me. It's my license. And matter of fact, they are the ones who helped me. Tr- actually, they didn't help me. They helped my assistant. Adobe's technical support, because there was an issue of actually transferring and activating my license on her computer. And uh, they, they actually walked her through doing that. So my question still would be whether or not if I were to upgrade my, you know, using the $99 to the Mac version, would it shut her license down? Would that actually stop hers from working? And if that's the case, then I'll need to spend the the $349 and, and go ahead and get the new version for the Mac. So, which to, for me personally, it's absolutely worth it hands down. I love Adobe Audition. And of course, folks, you know, I am speaking as somebody as, you know, that records uh, 10, 15 podcast episodes every single week, and it's my full-time career. So yeah, it's definitely worth it for me. $349 for the most awesome software to produce your show, hands down, no question asked, I'm buying it. All right, well, I am going to see if I can get the $99 upgrade. All right, but anyway, um, next up here, uh, the new, oh, and by the way, um, I did say it's available for pre-order, uh, and and the site says that it expects to ship mid-May, so probably as soon as two to three weeks from now, we should be seeing that available, which makes me think that the uh, beta version, the pre-release that I've currently got operating on my Mac computer here, as well as many of you out there operating it on your Mac, I would assume that we're going to log in one day, we're going to load that software up, and it's going to say, I'm sorry, this version of the pre-release has now expired. 
And uh, that's not going to be a fun day because then we'll have to go through the process of doing it unless they communicate to us via email, letting us know exactly what day that's going to happen, which would be totally awesome, my friends over there at Adobe. Anyway, so that's Adobe Audition CS 5.5. All right. Next up in the story that I have covered here for you today, which, by the way, this this week's show is going to be a shorter show, uh, but it's going to be compact here with with, I think, three or four bits of good information. The next one that I'm going to talk about is the Alesis I.O. Doc. Before I get into that, I want to let you know that recently I had heard somebody out there talking about the Alesis Multi-Mix 8 USB or FireWire, I don't know which one, but the Multi-Mix 8 mixer, somebody saw it on sale somebody somewhere for like $75. I don't know if they're disc... I I don't know anything about it. I, I, I... I, I just read a post somewhere. Somebody was talking about that. Well, I know where it was. And, and for some reason, he took it away. Uh, but it was in it was in our group on on the GSPN community site. Um, and, and I ha- actually, I, it, it doesn't matter. But let me just say, um, my personal feelings about the Alesis, uh, Alesis uh, Multi-Mix 8 mixer specifically uh, is that I'm not a fan of it. And the reason I'm not a fan of it is because when that mixer was extremely popular about three years ago, I would receive somewhere between as many as three to five emails every single week with people complaining that their mixer isn't working and stuff like that. And of course, this is back in the day before, you know, while everybody was still trying to record into to their computers and and, uh, you know, they were trying to get their audio into their computer via the USB or the FireWire connection from this Multi-Mix 8 mixer. And everybody seemed to be having issues. It didn't matter what was going on. And, and literally, it was just flooding my emails, email inbox with question after question after question. Um, now, the thing is, if that thing's available for $75, is that a bargain? Absolutely. And if you're a brand new podcaster and you're thinking about getting the the Behringer the Behringer 802 mixer, then I'm telling you the Elysis mixer is probably a better mixer than the Behringer 802, uh, assuming that it has an aux out port, which I believe it does. Um, but with that being said, my recommendation, I'm not a huge fan of those USB slash firewire connected mixers, but some of you out there like to record um, different channels on different tracks, and, and and I realize you absolutely love recording into a computer, and with all of that being said, then it may be a deal for you to check out, and I'm hoping that by this time, they finally uh, fixed all of those driver compatibility issues and, and all the other very horrible stuff that was happening. Uh, but with that being said, Elisus normally normally makes some very good quality professional gear. And so when folks had seen the uh, the announcement for the Alesis IO iPad Pro Audio Dock uh, system, they're like, dude, this looks cool. All right. So if you, by the way, if you head over to podcastanswerman.com, look for episode 207, you are going to see a picture of the Alesis IO Dock. And let me tell you just a little bit about this. It, it, it almost looks like a mixing console, um, you know, a small portable mixer is what it looks like, only without a top, without, without knobs, without sliders, without 
you know, without anything on top. It, it's just got connectors and, you know, you can plug in power. You've got all this other stuff. But, and so the idea is that you plug in your, you, you slide in your iPad and your iPad becomes the control device for all of the functionality of this Alesis um, mixing dock. And, and, and it brings the audio sources into your iPad, all right? Now, let me read to you some of the things. This is from the Alesis website talking about the, the benefits of this device. And by the way, I am personally, I've personally taken uh, liberty of actually only highlighting things and actually wording them in a way to where it would fit to the, the podcaster in us. All right. So here's the first one. It says the IO dock provides users with two combination XLR and one quarter inch inputs, each with its own gain control and switchable phantom power for condenser microphones. So first and foremost, I think this sounds awesome. I'm a huge fan of these uh, XLR slash quarter inch uh, combo jacks. That means that you can plug in your your dynamic professional grade XLR microphones, your dynamics. It, it, if you have a condenser microphone and you absolutely love your microphone, which by the way, there are some circumstances where condenser microphones are great, such as out in the field recording. If you want to get wind chimes to kind of sound really awesome uh, and, and all the other ambient sounds. But uh, the other thing is, is that if you wanted to, uh, if you had a studio where you did have a well soundproofed uh, setting, a condenser microphone's awesome. And in fact, that's what they do in the recording studios when they record albums and stuff like that. However, the with with this thing, uh, you can you can use condenser micro- microphones. You can use dynamic microphones. This little dock is going to power pretty much any microphone you want to power. All right. The next one, this is the next one, and of course, I added the word theoretically for podcasters, but anyway, theoretically, podcasters could connect the outputs from their mixer and record their shows with the iPad playing the role of the digital audio recorder. So you're in the software, there are a bunch of different software applications available for the iPad for recording audio. Tons of them, GarageBand being probably now the most popular one out there. But there are a lot. I don't know VR Recorder Pro. I mean, there there's just all kinds of applications out there that allow you to do some recording uh, on the iPad. And and so this this dock is going to allow you to bring audio in. Now, sure, you can you adjust the gain and all that stuff on two things, but what if you wanted to use your iPad as your recorder, and, but you still wanted to bring in more than just two sources of audio, more than just the two ports, the XLRs, you know, the XLR slash combination uh, quarter inch port? Well, if you wanted to, you could use your regular mixer to bring in multiple source, mix them down into two channels, and then bring the outputs of your mixer into the dock and and therefore uh, use use the iPad as your digital audio recorder. Um, I'll get to my feelings about that in a little bit, but theoretically that's possible. All right, users can connect the IO Dock's stereo pair of one quarter inch main outputs to studio monitors. Now that's what they say on the site, but here's where I'm gonna add, I would assume that you could also do this and and take the stereo, you know, the quarter inch main outputs and send that audio into an amplified PA system if you were doing a live show. 
So in my mind, here's here's what I'm thinking. Could it be possible to take the your iPad with the I.O. dock and, and basically bring your microphones, plug them directly into the I.O. dock, you and your co-host sitting in front of a live audience, sending the output from the channel quarter-inch channel outputs into an amplified PA system, and you're recording on your iPad while speaking and, and everything's going on. I that is, Theoretically, this is all kind of possible here. Now, my question becomes, you know, how do you get the audio clips in while you're recording using the same device? But I think there's probably, if, there, if the software on the iPad, if there's not an app for that right now, there will be an app for that. And so, you know, kind of like the old cast blaster days. Now, of course, I just alienated a bunch of old people that, or a bunch of newer folks that don't remember the old cast blaster days, which was, you know, back when I used to be really excited about recording into computers. But I lost several of those recordings and I didn't I wasn't excited about that anymore. Uh, so, again, that's a that's another time, another story for another time. But anyway, so supposedly you could just take your IO dock, your iPad, and a PA system, and your mics, and I, and all of a sudden I'm starting to think, okay, yeah, you could do you could do just that, or you could just take your little small mixer and your digital audio recorder. I mean, what's the difference except for the fact that you paid for this IO dock? All right, uh, which. I, I don't know. I, you can start to see where I'm I'm going with this, right? All right, and then and then of course it says here. Um, let's see. The IO Docs Direct Monitor switch enables you to toggle between the incoming audio and playback signal into their headphones. Now this is a really cool. This is a really cool feature, and and I I want to I want to say that I think this is awesome. So. If I wanted to, my, what I'm hearing in my headphones can be exactly what I'm sending into this recorder or live on the fly, I can actually be listening to what the software is hearing. That means I can actually tell if our audio levels are about right or I can tell uh, you know, if, if my audio is peaking as I'm recording. Am I speaking too loud? Do I have the gain turned up too loud uh, on, on the quarter-inch combo jack inputs? you know, and all of this other stuff. So when it all comes down to it, would I personally consider using this for my own shows? Would I record my shows into my iPad using the IO dock? And actually in my show notes, which I've already typed up, I say I'm highly skeptical in all caps. Or, or is that just in my notes here? I think I, I think I don't even put it in, in there. Here, here's the situation. I'm, I, I've been thinking about this since I've been preparing my thoughts for the episode, and I'm beyond highly skeptical. And I'm going to just tell you right now, unless there's something, unless there's something that is just as awesome as Cast Blaster, then I wouldn't even consider it. But even if there was something as awesome as the old days of Cast Blaster, but then all of a sudden with this I.O. dock, you could just do it all on your iPad. And by the way, when I say awesome as Cast Blaster, let me explain to you the only way that I would consider this, okay? Only way. This is what I mean by that. Number one, okay, that you'd have an application that would allow you to uh, put, you know, to preset buttons so that you can put little clips like, uh, this right here. 
you know, little clips in the background that kind of add ambience, and you could even do... All right, so I want to be able to do, you know, audio clips queued up, ready to go, feedback from your audience, um, samples from people's other shows and stuff like that that you want to talk about. So so I want to be, you know, that that's something Cast Blaster allowed you to do. All right, what else did Cast Blaster allow you to do? It allowed you to even pr- um, kind of preset timers so that actually the if you if you definitely wanted to end your show exactly at 30 minutes, well, and, and your your music at the end of your show is exactly 30 seconds long. Well, at 29 and a half minutes, you could actually tell it to start playing the music for the end of your show. And, and it would be your cue that, hey, it's time to wrap it up. And it would give you a countdown clock and it would give you all this other stuff. And not only that, but you could even type in your show notes into a little notepad on the side and that would become your show notes that you could actually read as you're recording. But not, but not only that, here's the other thing. Um, it would allow you to also, all included in this one application called Cast Blaster back in the day, it would allow you to use that uh, little notepad, everything that you typed in there. Well, you could actually use that as your show notes in your meta tag. And and, and it would allow you to, um, uh, it would actually let you completely, fully, meta tag your mp3 that's that's jumping ahead there cliff but yes it would allow you to meta tag your mp3 file because number one it allowed you to 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 save that recording as an mp3 file all right i'm I'm telling you a full-blown mp3 file now you find me an application out there and of course you're i'll probably get a couple emails this week of people saying well here's an application on the ipad that does let you record into an mp3 file uh, and and hopefully it's not the lame encoder. But hey, even if it is, even if it was the lame encoder, which is lame for a reason. Uh, but anyway, it's called lame for a reason, in my opinion. But even if it was lame encoder, it, I, it, if it would let me record it at 192 kilobits per second, that would be cool. But Cast Blaster also allowed you to put your album artwork in there, and it would allow you to put your artist name, your album name, your genre, and you could actually do those as presets, and it would save that data so that when you're... Re- and here's the other thing. It had an FTP client built in, and this is what it would allow you to do. Is It's Cast Blaster. You would hit record. Oh, by the way, it would record everything. You would hit report, record, you would hit click play on your opening music and you'd, you would start talking and then you'd click play on the jingle and you'd click play on a sound effect, you'd click play on an audio feedback, you'd answer that audio feedback, you'd, you, all of a sudden you'd get 29 and a half minutes into your show and, and the music starts playing, you know, telling you've got 30 seconds to wrap this thing up and then when you're done you hit stop on the software You've been reading your show notes in the little notepad off to the you know off to the side of the screen, and when you're done after you hit stop, there is a you've already pre-configured your FTP information. It then will compress your file down into an MP3 file, embedding the meta tags in it, and and then connecting via the internet to your FTP client, uploading the mp3 file directly onto your media server all right and then of course you know you would then publish from there however you normally would publish if there was such an application there is a 30 percent chance i might use the elisis io doc to record my shows 
and I say 30% chance because there's a 70% chance you'll never, ever, ever be able to talk me into it because, my friends, I am a self-confessed, I am an admitted Apple snob, okay? I love Apple products. I love the iMac that's sitting in front of me. I love the MacBook Air that's somewhere in this house that keeps moving around from family member to family member. I love the iPad that's sitting in front of me to queue up these audio clips that control the software that's on my iMac in front of me um, that I had to actually go get the iPad off of my daughter's bed where she was hiding it under her pillow just before I was recording. I love the iMac upstairs. I am an Apple snob. But I would not trust my audio recordings, you know, 15 of them a week to record into software even on my iMac or any Mac product. Because you know what? As much as I love Apple and I think they're far superior uh, as far as the operating system and and the lack of uh, concern that I have about, you know, spyware and malware and viruses and, and the fact that it just works most of the time exactly the way it's supposed to. Occasionally, I still see these spinning beach balls. Occasionally, software will stop responding. Occasionally, I have to force quit something, or something. Sometimes I don't have to force quit anything. It'll just it'll just decide to quit for me. All right, and that's on an iMac. That's on a MacBook. That's on a MacBook Pro. That's on a MacBook Air. That doesn't matter what it is. The fact is, is these computers are going to occasionally crash. Software is going to occasionally crash. It's just going to happen. And on an iOS device, when I'm talking about iOS device, I'm talking about your iPod touches, your iPhones, your iPads, and your i-anything else's that they come up with. Um, These things are even more buggy than the Mac OS. Now, when I say that, trust me, I'm a total iOS fanboy, but they're still buggy. They're still glitchy. Every now and then, um, you need to, you need to, an application will just close itself. And it happens way more frequently on the iOS devices, way more frequently on iOS than it does on in the Mac OS environment. And for that reason, would I go out to do a live show in front of a group of, you know, 85 people who came to be a part of a live recording of a podcast? And then all of a sudden, would I trust the iPad and an application. This is a device that's not primarily made for one purpose and one purpose alone. It is not, its sole intended purpose is not recording audio. It is, this is a device that's designed to do many different things. And not only that, but the, the 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 manufacturer who made the hardware is not the well actually in the case of GarageBand it is the same company that made the two so if if I was to record to depend on it to record I'd probably want to depend on the one that you know the manufacturer who made the hardware because they know everything about the hardware and it's going to have the most reliability but friends have you ever anyway <laughs> they apps crash all right they do. I'm not going to be in a group of, you know, in a live audience situation, get 40 minutes into an hour long podcast and say, the, I don't know what just happened. The, the, the iPad just, I'm seeing the little white Apple logo. We just lost everything. That's ridiculous. Am I going to do that? No. And, 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 and what are the chances of that happening? Well, for me in the future, I'm going to say zero. It, the, the chances of that happening to me is going to be 0% because, no, it's not very likely that I would use an Alesis IO doc. 
All right. Very cool looking, though. <laughs> Very cool looking and 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 seemingly futuristic. But uh, I would I would rather have an Alesis IO dock uh, and just take the IO out and just have an Alesis dock that had a built in solid state recorder that was designed to do all of this stuff in multi track and record into and, and have it be a multi-track recorder. And by the way, these devices exist. And their sole purpose, their sole purpose is to, to do all of this stuff. But it's all built in. It's tested and tested and tested. And I would I would rely on that a whole lot more. But for me personally, I like my I like my mixers. I like the insert ports. I like the, all this other stuff. And and I love having a device to depend on for recording. A device that was made for nothing else other than recording professional audio. That's its sole purpose. It's 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 got a little operating system. Yes, it's 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 a computer all in of itself, but it is designed to do nothing, nothing more than record audio. And that's what it's been doing for more than 2500 episodes. That's all this thing has done. Two, more than 2,500 episodes, only once did I lose a recording. And that's because I forgot that little bit of information that says, you know, when you're using an SD card, you know, you're taking information on and off, on and off, off and off, wiping and cleaning and formatting, blah, 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 blah. Eventually, an SD card will wear out. So my recommendation to you is after about every, after about every 500 or so podcast episodes, why don't you go get yourself a new two gigabyte card for 10 bucks? All right. So so with that being said, uh, out of two thousand more than two thousand five hundred podcast episodes, I've lost one. That was it. All right. So there we go. Alesis IO doc looks really cool. I, you're going to look really cool using it unless it fails. And that's all I got to say about that, which was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to move on. Uh, you know, I've I had a lot of people ask me, you know, Cliff, you've been talking about your May podcasting A to Z class, and and you, you're doing this class again. It's backed by popular demand and all of that stuff. But have you thought about getting, you know, a, a success story, somebody to give you some testimonials? You know, maybe that's going to help promote your your new class and and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, I should probably do that. Uh, and and one of my members of of my class, Stacy Westfall has uh, been very kind, and she actually provided for this this for me without me having to ask her. And so uh, here is something that Stacy has to say, and and I want to talk about her feedback in, in just a minute, and then I'm going to play a sample from her show just to give you an idea of where she's at in her journey. So Stacy, uh, thank you in advance for this, and uh, take it away. Hi, Cliff. It's Stacy from the Your Horse Career podcast at yourhorsecareer.com. And I needed to call and give you some feedback on your A to Z course. I was in the first A to Z course, and it was amazing. I started listening to podcasts about a year ago with Dave Ramsey, and that led me into listening to Dan Miller, and then that led me to listening to you. And I, my husband and I had wanted to do a internet talk radio hosted type thing on our website for years before I even knew what podcasting was. And we kept listening and looking for ways to get into it, but we kept getting conflicting messages on what equipment to use, 
what software, how to host it, and so I never pulled the trigger. When we heard that you were advertising your A to Z course, I saw my opportunity to complete a program, a full out program that would take me from step one all the way through the finished product. And I was not disappointed. You over-delivered with your webinars and tutorials and call-in. Everything that you had was so much information. My husband, Jesse, and I were actually able to launch a website and a podcast during the course. We now have four episodes up and we've had just shy of 2,500 downloads, and it's all possible because of your A to Z course. I can't thank you enough for offering the first one, and I'm really thankful that you're offering the alumni discount on the second one because I'm really excited about taking our podcast to the next level. Thanks again, Cliff and Steph. All right, Stacy, thank you so much for that very gracious and, and very awesome uh, uh, testimonial for my podcasting A to Z class. And and my friends, uh, I am very, very delighted to to tell you that uh, if you're looking for a success story, uh, this this is this is one not just in the making. This is this is this is a success story. And there are going to be vent, there are going to be many more to follow, folks. I had 20 folks who participated in the March podcasting A to Z class, and you're going to hear from many more. In fact, there are already other ones out there. I could tell you the story, but I'm waiting to uh, to get some audio feedback potentially from them and and, and stuff like that. But uh, let me talk to you about this for a second. First and foremost, I want you to head over to yourhorsecareer.com. And, and the first thing that you're going to notice is that currently her site is still in its early stages. Um, it is using the default WordPress theme. Uh, yes, as a student, she does have access to the thesis theme tutorial. And I know that that's something she's going to eventually work on and stuff like that. But you know what? It doesn't matter. At this point, she started working on what was most important. She took my advice. I'm like, listen, yes. The, your website and and your artwork and stuff like that. This is this is oftentimes your first impression on people. But you know the thing is is let's get your audio recorded. Let's learn how to do audio right. Let's get the right gear and and let's you know get some content out there. Let's get our feet wet. Get all the nervousness out of the way, and you can build your website. You can continue to improve it, my friends. My websites today, I think they look great. But I want to tell you, they didn't look great when I first started. I think my audio sounds wonderful today. It didn't when it first started. Um, you know, and so so here's the situation. You go to yourhorsecareer.com and it looks really good. Consider this. It's the first time Stacy's ever built a website. Now, you can go to westfallhorsemanship.com. And this is a site that Stacy had built and and She's paid lots of money, and I mean lots of money, to have built over the years. And she knows, she's been taught how to go in and tweak little things here and there. But for, if you go to yourhorsecareer.com, my friends, she did all of this on her own based upon the tutorials that were made available through this class and through the access of asking me additional questions through the, through the, throughout the month of March. So, so yourhorsecareer.com, I think, is perfect as far as, you know, her first edition of the website. And what's most important, of course, is that you go and you listen 
to her, her audio. Go ahead and listen to episode number four if you want, or listen to episode number one. Her episode number one, by the way, is is hands down uh, the single best out of hundreds of clients. And I'm not exaggerating when I say hundreds. Out of hundreds of clients, and I told her this, her episode number one is by far the single best episode number one I've ever heard, including interviews and everything. Now, what I've done is I've created a little bit of a sample of just different portions, different clips of her episode number four. And so this is somebody who had didn't even have the equipment, had no equipment prior to this course, had no website, had no knowledge of how to do a podcast prior to March of 2011. And and here we are in April of 2011, and this is what uh, a portion of uh, a couple different portions of episode number four of her podcast sounds like. Ch- take a listen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number four of Your Horse Career. My name is Jesse Westfall. And I'm Stacy Westfall. And this is the podcast dedicated to helping you find your place in the horse industry. Whether you're looking for your first career, considering a change, or looking to improve the career you already have, this show is for you. Well, this is going to be an interesting episode because... We're recording it while we're sitting on our back porch, and it is spring break, and our three boys are off from school this week, and we've allowed them to have three more boys over to spend the night. So it's hard to tell what you're going to get for background noise in this, but we thought it would be very realistic. There's a a broodmare standing out here eating that's due technically on Easter Sunday, although she could go at any moment. There's boys running around with Nerf guns. There's a small dog. There's wind chimes. So we're going to give this a shot. <laughs> but what we're going to do in today's episode is we have recorded an interview with Richard Shrake. Just the setup of our property because a lot of people who do apprenticeship programs, as you'll hear in some upcoming interviews, have places for people to stay, apartments for them to stay at. And right now, we're, we're not aiming our lifestyle at that. We're aiming our lifestyle at raising our family while we do this work that we love. And so I think that's just an interesting point because we sure do get a lot of questions about that. Yes, we definitely do. That is fascinating. So you're, you're really teaching them the business side of it as well. Exactly. Do they work directly with you? Absolutely. And about how many students would be in I, a program at a time? I take 10 at a time, four days. I do this all around the country. They can go to our website, richardshrake.com. Well, thanks for listening. If you'd like to leave questions or comments pertaining to this show, look for episode number four at yourhorsecareer.com. Our music is provided by musicalley.com. How's that, my friends, for somebody who did not know how to podcast uh, just a month ago? It, I, I, it, it gives me goosebumps. I have goosebumps knowing that I am a part of helping people do that. And and my friends, I want to just tell you, podcasting A to Z, May course 2011, there are a few spots still available, which by the way, it starts Monday. So um, one of I, I think I made a huge mistake in one thing. And that is, I, I thought for sure, you know, because I had I, I had at least five people who said, Cliff, I definitely am taking your next course. And so I'm thinking, okay, what I'll do is, I'll, you know, 
by before the end of March, I absolutely knew that I f- fell in love with this type of teaching. I it, it is an awesome format. It works great for me. It's worked great for my students. Um, and and I just fell in love with it. And so before the end of March, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a month off to get caught up on all the stuff that I've put off for my own network and my own content and some things. Uh, I'm gonna take an entire month off, and then I'm gonna do the class again in May. And I thought, well, I'd have the entire month of March to market the May course. Wrong, totally wrong. Because here's the situation: in March, I put off everything except for producing my own content for gspn.tv, interacting and leading my community, you know, at gspn.tv. I mean, that that for me, that is as much a part of my career as, as consulting and coaching, actually participating in the conversation, involving myself in the lives of the people who are part of the gspn.tv community is just as much a part of what I do. And so in March there, I only had, when it came to my business, I only had three things that I focused on, my content, my community, and my 20 students in my podcasting A to Z course. Email response times were right around seven to 10 days delayed. I didn't, unless it was important, you know, community relationship-based stuff, but anything else, I put it all off. And so here's what I didn't realize. (laughs) The first two and a half weeks of this month in April were nothing other than following up on all the stuff related to to all those emails and all of that other stuff. Um, gosh, I had a consulting, you know, one-on-one consulting backlog of people who wanted my, you know, one-on-one consulting and stuff like that. And here's the situation. I did not get to, I mean, outside of mentioning it here on Podcast Answer Man, and for those of you guys listening to this, you know, but Cliff, you've been pod, you've been mentioning that for the last four episodes, Podcasting A to Z May class. Well, that's all I've done. But really, the real marketing efforts uh, that actually get people to see podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z is when it's in an email and it's as simple as clicking a link and it takes you right there and then all of a sudden you see the video you you get to you get to read the description of of everything that's included and you find out what an amazing deal this is yes you know seemingly for some people it seems like that's a lot of money but when you look at it the value and and now you actually have a story of somebody where they came from and where they're at now um yeah some pretty exciting stuff and so the only thing is, is I've only been officially marketing this thing for the last 10 days. And right now, as as I'm recording this, I have 11 people signed up. And that means I have nine more spots. It is Thursday. The class starts on Monday. <laughs> so with all of that, I am saying to you guys right now, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com, the letter A, T-O, the letter Z. And and check out the video. Check out the information. If you have any questions at all, please do email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com. I will be uh, answering those. And and I did do some more email marketing and and stuff like that. And I've got a special... uh, uh, thing going on in some different places. So chances are it, it'll probably fill up by the uh, the beginning of May. But uh, I know now that there will not be one directly in, uh, in let's see, May, June. It, it probably will not be one directly in July. If anything, it'll start mid-July and, and go for a month from there. So 
I've, I've learned my lesson. I need more time. All right. So anyway, can I just share something with you? And, and, and this is something I think that is valuable to people to hear. Something that, that Stacy said, um, it, it, and it just really struck me. And, and this is what I want people to understand why I say podcasting is not dead. All right. Uh, this is how power, this is how podcasting continues to grow. Stacy started listening to Dave Ramsey. I'm going to assume, and of course, I, you know, we all know what happens when we assume, but I'm going to assume she probably heard him on the radio or heard about him from a friend who told him, told him about the book or whatever the case may be. But Dave Ramsey, you go to the site, you listen to his radio show, all of this other stuff, you hear that you can get this recording on the, on the podcast, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And uh, which, by the way, Dave Ramsey does have a podcast and you can listen to it. And of course, Dave Ramsey's always talking about his friend Dan Miller and and talking about Dan Miller's podcast. And so guess what happens? She finds about Dan Miller and and Dan Miller's doing his podcast. And occasionally Dan says, hey, you know, I'm so thankful to Cliff who produces this show for me and puts it online every week. And and that leads somebody to me. And 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 so guess what? Now, how many people listening to this podcast are going to go to yourhorsecareer.com. I'm going to tell you right now, specifically, I know without any shadow of a doubt that a minimum of 300 of you, a minimum of 300 of you are going to go to yourhorsecareer.com and listen to at least one of those episodes. It, I, the reason I know that is because I've mentioned other people's podcasts, other clients' podcasts, and I've been able to see it direct. At the, and, and, it, and it will it, it will happen. She will see uh, approximately 300, 400 people within the next seven to 10 days will will bump the next episode right up for her. And uh, and matter of fact, Troy's in the chat room, so he's already, do, he's already done so. Uh, and and a bunch of other folks uh, are going to do this. so. It, it's just going to happen, and th- this is how podcasting continues to grow. I mean, it. You've got go to fox go to foxnews.com. Check this out. If you go to, uh, I'll I'll do this for you. Foxnews.com. All right. So major international. Every everybody kind of is aware of this. And then what I want you to do is uh, where do they have it? Do they have radio? Is it? Man, they change their website all the time. Uh, on air, Fox. No, that's not it. Where's the radio? Um, well, gosh. Okay, so maybe they're not pro- promoting podcasting as much as they were because they're not even promoting their radio. But oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. It's right at the very top. They 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 just kind of hide it because it's all gray. So go to foxnews.com and up in the nav menu, and and it's hard to see, but it's above the. It's way at the top. Click on Fox News Radio, all right? So as soon as you click on Fox News Radio, I want you to look at their nav menu, which, by the way, is radio.foxnews.com, home shows news podcasts, all right? Right there, big, bold, in there, all right? And then all of a sudden, you've got their free and premium podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, People are literally thousands and thousands of people every single day are being introduced to podcasting. My friends, I taught, um, I, I was invited to come to my children's school and talk about podcasting as a career and, and for career day. And do you know what? Out of the elementary school, fourth and fifth graders, 
tons of these kids hands went up all over the place when I asked them if they knew what a podcast was. And when I and I'm it's like I, I'm like, okay. And and so I, I called on a couple people and, and I asked them to explain it. They knew what a podcast was. So I'm telling you, this this is awesome stuff. So she started listening to Dave Ramsey. Then that led her to Dan Miller. Dan Miller led her to me. And now I'm leading you to her. And and who knows who she's going to lead people to. And it, it's just going to be continued to grow on and on and on. So again, thank you very much, Stacey, for, for just an awesome demonstration of how podcasting A to Z can take you from step one to a finished product. And, and I'm so glad that, that you had such high expectations and you were not disappointed. Uh, and, and congratulations on your four totally awesome episodes. And, 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 and the fact that you have already just shy of 2,500 downloads is awesome. And my friends, if you didn't hear it at the end, she says that uh, she's taking the class again in May. She is one of my alumni students. Uh, she, she's been given an offer. All of my students from March were given an offer. Several uh, clients or several students uh, took me up on that offer and are participating in May. Now, why? It was Did I not give enough information? It's, it's not for the information. The information is there. They all have lifetime access to podcasting A to Z. All the tutorials, lifetime access. All the discussions that happen during the month of March it doesn't go away. They can sign in, you know, four months from now and say, you know what, I've got more time to go and read up on this topic. And I remember there were some good conversations that I didn't have time to read. They can go back in September and read those conversations that that we had with other members of the class that they didn't participate in at the time. It's not because the informa- there wasn't enough information. So why would people take the course again? And it becomes, the whole fact is, is that you get access unlimited access for an entire month. In fact, I think it's, is it five weeks? It's it's five full weeks, five full weeks, unlimited ask, uh, access to ask me questions where I devote that five, P, five weeks, everything in my business devoted to my content for GSPN, my community of GSPN, and up to 20 students in the course. You that that right there is why Stacy and several other people are taking it. So again, there you go. That's the that's the biggest longest pitch that I'm going to do. It's kind of like my own audible ad. Only it's for me. All right, one last thing here. This is uh, uh, some audio feedback from my good friend Santos Auli, and uh, he told me he's in the chat room right now, and he wanted to say that he meant to say talk a tone application instead of talk a ton. So every time you hear him say talk a ton, just think talk a tone. So here we go. Santos, take it away. Hey, Cliff. This is uh, Santos Auli calling you from uh, Deltona, Florida, uh, over here at endtimepodcaster.com. Hey, I was listening to the uh, 148th episode of Podcast Answer Man uh, where you brought an awesome show on how to bring uh, telephone contact or communication into the podcasting. And since I just started up a couple of months ago and I'm loving the equipment that I purchased from you, I'm just having a whole lot of fun just uh, podcasting and and experimenting with that. Um, I heard you figure out or got a recommendation on how to get uh, the telephone straight from the iPhone. Uh, you probably know this by now, and you've probably experimented it, but I 
just it just dawned on me also not too long ago that um, I can do the same thing on my iPad, uh, and I use Google Talk, and I'm actually using one of the the apps uh, that I downloaded. Uh, I believe it's called Talk a Talk a Ton. Uh, that's all one word. Talk a ton. Or I hope I'm saying it right. But anyways, I'm doing it that way through Google uh, Voice, and it's working awesome. So just wanted to give you that in case you hadn't tried that. And, uh, well, keep up the good work and keep inspiring us all. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Santos, thank you so much for that. No, I have not tried Talk a Tone. Uh, but it sounds interesting. And for those of you out there looking for a solution to do some recorded interviews using just your iPhone, it sounds like something that uh, may be appealing to you. That, again, is an application, all one word, Talk A Tone. And uh, check it out if you also like it. Leave me some feedback and let me know that you also like it. And uh, over at uh, podcastanswerman.com, episode 207 in the show notes uh, comment section. And folks, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Podcast Answer Man. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for subscribing to this show. And of course, anytime anybody ever asks you about podcasting, if you could just tell them to head over to podcastanswerman.com, that's always appreciated. Um, next week, I, you know what? I, 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 I almost don't want to say what I, I want to say because whenever I say, this is what I'm going to talk about next week, it almost never happens. And, and so I, sh- I should just shut up now. But I'm probably not going to. I'm probably just going to tell you anyway uh, that next week I am planning to do uh, to include an interview, probably about 20 or 30 minutes uh, with uh, Barry and Lynn Morgan from over at SimpleGoodLifeNetwork.com. Barry and Lynn Morgan at SimpleGoodLife.com. They are doing some amazing things over there. Clients of mine as well. But I wanted to kind of ask them some questions. I want to give them a chance. Now that they've been in podcasting for a little while, they had some pretty pretty hefty goals starting out. Um, and we're going to talk about their story, about how they got started, about what they've been doing. You know, my goal is that it doesn't turn out to be just a, you know, a 20 or 30 minute advertisement for my podcast consulting and stuff like that. And I'm sure it's going to, you know, there's going to be a lot of, you know, them thanking me and things like that. But um, honestly, I just want to share with you just somebody else's story about what's possible with podcasting and and just how I think that what they're doing is is unique. And, and there are a couple of people out there doing something similar to them and how they have connected and embraced an, a community of people that are also podcasting in the same niche field. And I'm just really excited about their story. And so I'm hoping to get a chance between now and next Thursday to record that. And I'll include it in next week's episode. Of course, you can give me a call on our voicemail feedback hotline here at 859-795-4067. That number again is 859-795-4067. And uh, that, that number you call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave me your questions related to podcasting and new media. I will try to get them included in an upcoming show. I almost hesitated to mention it one more time, but if you want to head over to podcastanswerman.com slash A to Z, that's the letter A-T-O-Z, and check it out, folks. I am trying to fill nine more spots before Monday. Until next time, I encourage you to join the community. Join the community.